Welcome to Witch Yes, a podcast for casual conjurings, witches in training, and season two, bitch. I'm Alicia Herter. And I'm Tara Keck. On today's episode, astral projection, the what, the how, and the why. Witches in the News is back from hiatus and a life of the party glamour spell. Another year wiser, but we still go to school to get in. Ed- Did you know that show? No. Living each and every day. This is the magic like school a mini bus. vacation. It's the Rugrats all grown up. All grown up. I really oh, it's been a while. With Tommy. It was really weird to see like little babies like develop sexual feelings towards <laughs> yeah. each other. <laughs> it was kind of disturbing. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the who is the cute one? The adopted one. Oh, Kimmy. Especially with Kimmy. There were some Kimmy Chucky vibes. Like, I feel it real hard. Oh, he was very protective. Yeah. It was like, no, (laughs) this is weird. This is all weird. Oh, man. How was that fall break? Fall break. It was good. I feel like a lot got done between like October and our fall break. I feel like I had a lot of very important discussions that needed to happen feeling like some good vibes and I'm just like I feel very relaxed and ready to continue on how do you feel how you doing I'm good yeah um how was your show which one the The, only one the only one one that happened yeah (laughs) I was like huh (laughs) (laughs) no it went really well um so I went to Lafayette to do a performance art piece for this art and music festival called mm-hmm. Trust Women. And um, they tried to kill me. Great. By putting me, I guess, this is what I've learned, mm-hmm. is that the maintenance people, like the people that were running the space, didn't know I was a performance artist because they only saw my Instagram. Okay. And they just assumed that I made spaces and then what photographed them, um, which is wild because okay. I... I that no one communicated that I would be physically in the space with my human body. Yeah. But they were going to put me outside in what they called a a shed, but was actually just a three-walled storage hutch with... Um, Are you in like one of those tornado like hatches? <laughs> Not even. There was two and a half inches between each slat of wood. You could see through it. Okay. The wood was dirty. The floor was gravel. And um, they were going to have me outside with my very expensive wallpaper um, for five hours in 30 degree Indiana weather at night. Great. And I screamed. (laughs) I saw it. And I did that thing that I feel like a lot of women do where they like get real quiet. Yeah. And you hold it in because you're afraid if you let it out, like everything's going to come out. Especially the tears. It's mostly the tears. Yeah. So I got home and was helped in the process of fashioning a very strongly worded text message mm-hmm. that was like, if you if you make me do this, I will absolutely die because yeah. I will get hypothermia and, and die within 15 minutes Yeah, uh, and die. So I'm not going to do it. And if you're not going to put me somewhere else, like I'm not showing up. Yeah. I'm just going to like 
go to Champagne and see my friend Leah or something like that. Yeah. They ended up putting me in the basement, which they made me clean out. They made you clean it out? They made me clean it out. It was spider hell. Why would you have to clean it out? You're the guest artist. It was literally, it was a nightmare. And the curator, um, Allie Edmondson, helped me. Okay. And she was very irritated that the space didn't help me at all. She was very instrumental in keeping me um, alive. Around. (laughs) (laughs) Good. So, um, but they put me in this basement and it was a cement floor. And so I was still fucking cold. Yeah. um, And could not feel my toes at the end of the night. And then I took everything down. It was just like wild. And I had some hecklers, which is like normal mm-hmm. for the kind of performance art that I do. It's also Indiana. It's also Indiana, but also at an event called Trust Women. Yeah, that's kind of weird. And when the and when, rude. when the guy that was running the space was like, I just really want you to to be in the shed. Like that's how I always envisioned it. And I was like, this event is called Trust Women, and I need you to trust me that I will be a corpse. Yeah. If you make me do this. I'm glad I did it. Good. Cause it was kind of like, oh, nice that. Oh, yeah, I really do love doing this, and I really do. This isn't just a weird thing that I detoured into in grad school. It's like yeah. legit. It's like a legit thing. Also, in other news, uh, my dad and I started a podcast. Excellent. Called Hang On, My Dad's Calling. Uh-huh. And he almost made me cry in the last episode. Great. So um, it's very charming, and like sometimes it's like a little bit funny, but a lot of it is like my dad giving really solid advice about like how to... Ask for a raise mm-hmm. and how to how to keep promises to yourself okay. and like how to get people to like you. And he just told me to be myself. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, dad. Well, which form of myself am I supposed to be? Your highest form. My highest form. Your astral form. Oh, OK. okay. <laughs> of course. But yeah, so hopefully... Um, you guys will get to hear the first episode of that soon. Is it up yet? Is it it's not on up anything? yet? So we're getting okay. a little bit of a backlog so that my dad travels a lot for work. Yeah. So, but we're, I mean, we've been recording every weekend That's for the cool. past month. So That's it's awesome. been really great. Yay. I love yeah. Papa. He's good. He's a good man. Yeah. Walter. Walter. Walt. I was like, how do you want people to know you? He was like, just call me dad. I love that. Yay. New podcasts, new things, new season. Here we are. Wow. We do have to, should we tell them about the- Oh, um, fuckity fuck. Let's talk about last season a little bit. Yeah. All right. So we did this whole fundraiser during the month of October, and it was for Safe Child Africa. So I have to give my spiel so everyone who listened last season knows it. But it's a UK charity that gives money- to a partnership in the Niger Delta area and it helps children in Nigeria get protection and education and like food, clothing. And these are kids who have all been convicted of witchcraft and because it's a very not a fun thing in Nigeria still. Witchcraft isn't hocus pocus and charmed or even astral projecting over there. It's like very serious and very scary and there's still that superstition around just like the whole thing, which is very, very sad. So we had a fundraiser last month. Mm-hmm. And you guys did really well. You exceeded our expectations. You exceeded our expectations thoroughly. The expectation was my mom would donate $50. And then hopefully other people would get up to 200 Yeah, that was, we were like 200 that was it. that's it. Yeah. Once you know, it's like 
baby podcasts, baby witches. Not, I'm not shaming you guys. I'm just saying we're all babies here. Just, baby uh, fundraiser. We are baby. Baby marketing. Like, you know, it's very, very small scoped. But do you want to tell them how much we raised? Big reveal. So baby witches, you, all of you, brought together 606 22 cents dollars that's not how you say that 606 dollars and 22 cents just 60 dollars away, away from 666 from the most hilarious we really so close <laughs> you ruined it no 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 but this was i mean so much further than i ever thought would be possible and yeah we've reached out to our winners which is really exciting and i can't wait to meet them me too so we're gonna announce our winners on instagram so all of you guys can see their beautiful faces. And yay! just thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. This was so much fun. This was all about you. And yeah, it wouldn't have been made possible without you. Okay. So speaking of becoming our most highest selves. Yes. The person who Papa Keck wants us to be. A ghost. A ghost. I guess we need to talk about astral projection. You sound pumped. I'm... With all things, terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. Well, don't, I mean, don't, don't worry. I mean, it's not like speaking stuff into the world has any power and can manifest, right? You can't conjure and, and uh, bring evil into the world just by thinking of it. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, no. So what is it? What is astral projection? What are we doing here? What are we learning about today? Why does it look so cool in Sabrina, but there are crows? And then you have to go home. Well, um, okay. Well, Alicia, have you ever heard of an out-of-body experience? Yes. Have you ever had one? Unsure. I guess I don't know what qualifies as it. Like, maybe I don't even know what an out-of-body experience really oh, is. No. Oh, no. Well, I think it's like you are outside your body, right? Yeah. But I feel that all the time. <laughs> it's called dysphoria. <laughs> it is called kind of weird to me. Disassociation. Yeah. Well, is that the same or am I literally, like, is it literally different than that? I think that, as I understand it, there's different sections of out-of-body experience. There's, like, remote viewing, mm-hmm. which is kind of what they do in Stranger Things. And then there's astral okay. projection, which is where your body looks like it's asleep and you are projecting into the astral plane. So... So I have to be asleep. You have to be asleep. And it's basically where your consciousness, which is called the astral body, leaves your material body and you see yourself from the outside. That's usually a big part of it. And this isn't like dreams. This is not dreams. Okay. But some people claim that they began astral projecting as children and thought they were dreams. Okay. Yes. I'm following. If we... Alleged. Allegedly. A lot of weird stuff on the internet, y'all. Yeah, that's true. And a lot of weird podcasts. Okay, so when you're projecting, your astral body can travel throughout space and time and also to different planes of existence, which we're going to get into. Allegedly. Allegedly. (laughs) We have written in the Google documents. Your astral body is going to be tethered to your material body, what, what people call a spiritual cord, which may or may not be visible to you at first. It's been described as like, a one to two inch silver or white rope that comes out of your belly button, kind of like an umbilical cord. Marcel's going to like gag. Oh, really? Does he have? He hates belly buttons. Oh, no. 
this <laughs> he won't be able to edit this episode. <laughs> Belly button. It is gross if you think about it. Indian and Audi. So from the material plane, you're going to look like you're either in a deep meditative state or asleep. And when you're done like zip zooming around outer space, you're going to come back to your body by laying back down in it or whatever sort of process you're going to do. Some people talk about being like quickly dragged back to the body, like one of those long retractable measuring tapes. Like, oh, that's fun. Apparently, there's a bunch of different techniques you can do. Depends how skilled you are. Mm-hmm. So... um, most religions have some form of astral projection, especially any practice that assumes that the human body has a soul. If you're looking to find a way to align this with a particular religion, here are some examples. Excellent. In the Quran, the Prophet Muhammad is taken by angels to Mecca from Jerusalem and then to heaven to meet other prophets and gods. His wife, and I'm not sure which one it is, most likely Khadija or Maria, said that his body did not leave his bed. So this is some sort of form of soul travel. Okay. He did not get physically lifted up by angels. So in Hinduism, in Yog Vasishta, Saraswati explains astral projection as a key part of meditation on the path to viewing Brahma. It's a practice in disregarding duality and shedding the weight of your physical desires so that we can approach God. Basically, you got to do it. You got to do it. Everybody's doing it. Now I have to astral project? Okay. Huh. The stakes are only getting higher with this one. So in Buddhism, the ability to astral travel is basically one of the superpowers you get as you inch closer to nirvana. It's a big part of the spiritual practice, just like Hinduism. But in, um, in Judaism, I saw a lot of debate online about how astral travel fits in. Some say it's a natural part of the spirit and that when you sleep, your spirit may wander to gain knowledge that it can then come back to in your waking consciousness. In the Gemara... In the Talmud, it allows paranormal behavior for the sake of gaining knowledge or information. So others noted that astral projection is a spiritual practice of, quote unquote, the nations, which I had a little bit of trouble figuring that out. But you don't um, know who the nations are? I don't. Uh, which ones do we like? Which nuns do we hate? Is it just like of earthly kind of? I don't know. Okay. Um, but I want to find out. If your projection incorporates consulting the dead, that's another big no-no for Orthodox Judaism. So this is basically just astral projecting then on our plane. Yeah, it seems to me that you're not supposed to be talking to anybody. Don't make eye contact. Don't talk to strangers. It's like riding the subway. Yeah, but you're not supposed to do it on Shabbat because that counts as working. Oh, okay. So don't do it on Saturday. The one day you get to lie down. Yes. And take a breath. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it then. One of the more famous mentions of astral projection in the Bible comes from the Apostle Paul in Corinthians, where he speaks of going on travels to the third heaven, where he heard inexpressible knowledge. He speaks of him. <laughs> Paul sounds like a dick to have at a party. <laughs> oh, you have to. You have to go. <laughs> the third heaven. Oh, my God. It's. I just it's, can't even express it's it. It's inexpressible. <laughs> Like you have to, you have to try it. You have to, they have this dish. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. You just have to experience it. You just have to experience it. Oh my God. Like it will change you. (laughs) Fuck you, Paul. So he talks about himself in the third person during this passage. Of course he does. And it's like real (laughs) cute, Paul. And says he had a hard time discerning between whether he was traveling in spirit or in his physical body. And that only God knows, he repeated several times. Sounds like he just had a dream. (laughs) 
<laughs> that was it. <laughs> and everyone else was like, no, Paul, you didn't go anywhere. No, Paul. Paul's like, I did. No, I swear. And they're like, bitch, what's a Corinthian anyway? <laughs> so out-of-body experiences happen regardless of your religious affiliation. They're pretty common with near-death experiences. Oh, Jesus. But okay. they can be induced through traumatic brain injuries. <laughs> great. Off to sensory, a great start. <laughs> sensory deprivation. Amazing. Torture. Psychedelic drugs. Okay. Dehydration. That's not good. And certain sleep disorders. Okay. The U.S. government even researched astral projection and remote viewing, which, again, I said is kind of like what Eleven does in Stranger Things, beginning in the 70s. Okay, so the U.S. government is aware of it. Yes. They are, they know of each other. This is an Area 51 kind of situation. This is like the CIA released their documents on it in 2017. Ooh, okay. Which you can find online. And the best part is... Yes. The names of these... Fucking, what are they called? Like uh, organizations yeah. and study groups. Anyway, are so fucking cool. So the U.S. believed, basically, the U.S. believed that the Soviet Union was spending over 60 million Soviet rubles on what they were calling psychotronic research. And the intel they were getting was that it was producing results. And the U.S. was like, no, 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 no. We're not going to have any of these Russians fucking spying on our presidents and getting all up in our shit. So they think... That these Russians are just in a room sleeping mm-hmm. to ascertain information about the U.S. Yes. To make Hillary lose the presidency. Yes. I believe it. So the U.S. went through a couple programs with cool names like Sunstreak. Ooh, that's a good one. And Stargate. Okay. And the less cool one was like Flame Grill. Is this not just names from Star Trek? What is this? <laughs> I think it is. <laughs> it was the 70s. Hmm. But the program went defunct in 1995, which we were alive for. What happened that year? And the CIA, again, put up all the research online in 2017. The UK also did experiments with psychic energy fields in 2001. All right. To see if cerebral brain waves could be used to affect magnetic fields around a subject but that project also was quickly terminated. But why quickly? I want. I think that they found something that they weren't ready to share with the world. I think so. Or maybe just the Western world. I also got to like real quick. I didn't put this in the Google Doc, but um, like a lot of the stuff that I was reading up on astral projection, mm-hmm. like things that came up about it, like in World War One and stuff, was really connected to pre-Nazi ideology. So things like the Akashic Records that we've talked about before and other like cults and stuff, there were these people that were basically like, oh, we are like these higher beings inside like these human bodies and we're going to project to like gain all of this knowledge. And Nazis were like, secret knowledge? Mm, Delicious. And so they would like create Hmm. these cults basically so, like, a lot of stuff, I, I say this yes. because, not because I want to be, like, if you're woo-woo and into, like, new age stuff, you're super a Nazi. I just want you to know that there are books that you will find in enchantments and, like, other witchy bookstores and stuff that have authors that believe in, like, root races and, like, that 
the reason that Native Americans are going through genocide is because of like their ghost karma. This is the one thing that will ruin Marianne Williamson's campaign. There, there is an episode <laughs> of Beyond the Bastards that incorporates some of her beliefs. So, oh no, um, I would just say that might come up the more that you guys research. But we were really worked really hard, or you know, to make sure that none of that ideology came into our sphere. Yes. Um, and then I would love to do, I think that we've talked a lot about doing con artists and like weird woo-woo offshoots that are kind of toxic. That'd be fun. What are they called? Like the Walden schools and An stuff expose. like that. An expose. An <laughs> expose revealed. Ooh. Um, so yeah, so just keep that in mind um, and that I love you and um, okay. So remember, if you read anything and it says that anyone's better than anyone else, mm -hmm. you should put that book in a dumpster fire. If you are listening to a guided meditation, and instead of saying the Jews, they say the Jews, you should turn it off. Throw your technology away. Because the CIA is tracking you. Exactly. And the FBI knows that you're a fascist. Okay, so... La 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 la. And we continue. And we continue. And this is how you do it. Are you ready? <laughs> All right, I'm laying down. I'm ready. Here I okay. am. Okay. Rule number one get comfy. So, WikiHow says to practice astral projection in the <laughs> <WikiHow>. early morning. <laughs> Answers.com. <laughs> Ask Jeeves told me. You know, around dawn. Instead of late at night before you go to bed. So early morning, sun is rising. It's quiet outside. Throw on those blackout curtains and pull on that weighted blanket. Because the whole point is your body's not supposed to move anyway. The more weight, the better. They say it's easier to astral travel when you're alone. So they recommend that if you sleep with a partner, you might want to practice in a different room. I have to go. I have to astral travel to Paris because you won't take me, Mike. So bye. Get out of here. <laughs> Rid the room of noises. <laughs> My cat meowing. Lay down in bed on your back and begin the process of quieting your mind. Shh. Which just means stop thinking about anything. There are certain soothing beat playlists you can listen to which affect your brain by sending two different level frequencies into each ear. Pop that shit in like Mozart and... Be under your blanket. Get ready. Can we do some binaural beats right now? Yeah, go. So, okay, Marcel, put us, put me in the right ear. Okay, now put a leash in the left ear. Inside job. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Okay, put us back. Both ears. Both ears. Rule number two, relax your body. Your mind is relaxed. You're listening to the beats, the soothing noises, the different frequencies. Now it's time for your body. Flex your muscles like you're trying to impress someone and then release them. Starting at your toes and working all the way up to your face. That means that stupid little, um, what is it, like grape and raisin exercise with your face. Oh, yeah. Where you open up your mouth really wide. And you're a grape, or then you squish it and you're a raisin. It's not going to be good if you're trying to get Botox, I'm sure. Breathe deeply in the way that feels comfortable to you, but really allow yourself to lean into that 
(sighs) that exhale. Focus on your breathing and living within it. And don't be thinking about astral traveling right now. We are relaxing. We are not time. There's no time for this right now. There's no time. It is dawn. (laughs) There's limited amount of time of dawn. And the stakes really seem too high for this to work already. (laughs) But it's okay. You're just relaxing. If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you're a failure. (laughs) And that's okay. We'll ever love you. And that's fine. Worthless. And if you're into crystals, bust out that clear quartz. It's just going to hang out with you. (laughs) Where do you where do you put it? Do you hold it in your arm in your hands? Do you put one over each eye? Oh, you can't eye? hold it because you can't flex. <laughs> That's right. You're relaxing. <laughs> Just place it on top of your blanket and hope your cat doesn't sit on your stomach. <laughs> As you're flexing and releasing, imagine them being washed with white light or sparkling white water that's slowly making its way up your body, cleansing you and prepping your body for astral travel. Have you ever done like visualizations like meditating or going to a happy place? No. Never. Because I saw that in Fight Club. And there were penguins. And I was like, that looks too cold for me to be happy there. Oh, oh no. You don't have to. You can go wherever you want. I thought that was the whole point of me trying to astral travel. You you can go anywhere. How, how much opportunity do I have? How much privilege? There has to be a cap. <laughs> yeah. We have to cap it. All right, Tara. Tell us, now that we're relaxed and we're breathing... And I've got this clear quartz hanging out with me. Balanced on your third eye. Balanced on my third eye. <laughs> Maybe. Wherever you put it. All right. So. Where do I go? What happens now? I'm trying. Thank you. We're working on it. Thank you. It's a work in progress. Okay. So you need to reach a hypnotic state by allowing yourself to approach sleep without going entirely under. This might be why... They suggest you practice in the morning after you've had a full night's rest. You're not actually exhausted. You're just kind of getting like that extra little sleepy energy that you may not entirely fall asleep to. Mm -hmm. Allow your consciousness to meander your body, pulling it into your fingertips or into your toes. That's why really living within your breath is really important. WikiHouse suggested a technique of flexing your fingers and toes in your mind until you can feel like you control, control them completely in your mind. So you're not moving your hands you're just remembering and recognizing the sensation of flexing your body so it feels like you're moving it without actually moving it Mm. so this is when you're supposed to feel the vibrations sexual it's like a buzzing in your whole body now it's time for you to get up in your astral body not in your real body not in your real body stay down stay down do not move that quartz (laughs) So I want you to visualize your room and allow your spirit to raise out of your body. Once you feel stabilized, take an opportunity to turn around and look at your sleeping body. So some people have problems just like sitting up. It's a crunch, yo. It's a crunch. (laughs) It is. And it's when people are first starting, a lot of people will do the roll method, which is you just instead of having to lift your whole torso, they just roll out of bed. Onto the floor. People talk about falling on the floor. So funny. Um, The other one is called the rope method, where you visualize a rope dangling from the ceiling that ends just a few inches above you. And like a grandma too weak to get out of the bathtub, you use that astral rope to pull yourself out of your physical form. Okay. So. I like it. 
It takes a while for most people to get to this point, so don't feel discouraged if it doesn't happen right away. You can use the technique of just trying to lift your wrist and lift your hand out or like lift your leg mm. um, or like feel yourself rolling. Like maybe you can't get all the way over. Yeah. But it's it takes a lot of practice. This definitely sounds like a Sunday activity. Yes. Yes. This is definitely, I don't know if this is a Sunday hangover activity. No. I'd be too tired. Yeah. Cranky. And cranky. And just sleepy. Dehydrated. Just sleepy. So dehydrated. So now it's time to go spy on your partner and see if they're texting that hussy. Whoop, whoop. Let's go no, peek. They're not because they're in the voice. next room sleeping. <laughs> the instructions. Does your does his phone have an astral form? That would, would I be, be able dangerous. to log in? Or could I pick up the phone? Phones have souls? God. What okay. an awful argument to get into. So that's all I know. I've never done it. I've only ever got to the buzzing. Okay. So you're very close. I don't think so. You just need to do that crunch to get out. I'm not a fan of the crunches. <laughs> I have one five pound weight and that's still a lot for me. You're a very small person. I'm very small. Very small. All right. So I guess the big question, these are the big questions to me. These are the why. So why? Why would I do this? What is there to do up there? And that's what we're going to go into next. What do people do while visiting the astral plane? So the plane that we all live on currently, unless you're something really weird and I don't have an identification for you or how you're listening to the podcast, but this is called the prime material plane. It's not called the flesh plane. It can be called the flesh plane or earth. (laughs) <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call it your house <laughs> this is the plane you live on and congrats you're just being spooky in the world you already live in at dawn i don't know why you're up but that's okay you decided to astral travel today <laughs> so you can still do these like things you can it says fly around the house so i'm assuming you don't have feet do you know anything about this i think that you can just like float? Are yeah. you just kind of floating? I think you're floaty. I think you can fly. Because it's like a spirity yeah. situation. So you're not in your whole human body. Mm-hmm. Like your spirit body is not your human form. Yes. Okay. Oof. All right. You can scare the cat, the one who's sleeping on your stomach. <laughs> because, you know, cats can always sense this kind of like spooky shit. Mm-hmm. And it says maybe you can even go down the street. And you can be an observer to everything that's going on where you live with no one knowing. I love that. I don't know. Do spirits, can they like lift things? Can I lift my boyfriend's phone? I don't know. Because there were like the wiki how. Yes. Recommended that you should go while you're practicing to go around your house and inspect small objects. And in the anime drawing they had, it was a man fully clothed so i guess your clothes also have astral bodies okay and he was inspecting like a ring and he had it in his hand he's like i'm going to propose but first i have to check my wife's spirit phone oh yes to see if she's still loyal to me likes her ex-boyfriend's selfies that's fair it's a good thing to check so yes you can also specifically spy on people but that's like not nice. That's what that's what all the research said. I know that's what we would want to do. I understand that. I understand that anyone listening is like, so 
Yeah, like I get it. I get I'm not it. Here to make friends. Like, what the fuck am I doing here? Um, but you you can go and spy on people, and most people won't notice you're there unless they are very intuitive. And then they may notice something strange if you're around them astrally, and that might not be good. Nothing can happen to you, but I don't know. You might lead this person down like a very paranoid path, and then they need like therapy or mm-hmm. rehabilitation. Just probably not good to fuck with people if you can not do it. Just word of wise. Can I blame all of my problems on someone secretly astral projecting around me? I guess so, but Is that I mean, why I am the way I am. You should talk to your therapist about it and figure it out. Because he's not gonna like that. He's not gonna <laughs> like that one. He'd be like, "Okay, but what about your mom? Don't you want to just blame everything on your mom?" No, Tammy doesn't deserve that. No. She drinks margaritas, and that's amazing. Anyways, and you can also just go to other places. You can just go to Paris. You can travel through time, but you're only going as an observer. So you're not going to kill Hitler or stop Trump from being elected. You're just kind of chilling. Worse, you might just be watching it unfold all over again. But, you know, you decided to go to 2016, so that was your fucking problem. Okay, you can also move Two other planes, like Paul from Corinthians apparently did. (laughs) Fucking fake ass bitch. (laughs) So, and like these can be higher planes where angels and spirits dwell. And a lot of times they'll want you to chat them up and just like have a chill conversation with them. Probably keep it PC. I don't really know what there would be to talk about to them. I'm sure they like sports teams. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sports teams and maybe they get the pink drink at Starbucks. I don't know. These all might be very good questions to ask. Yeah, I like don't even know how to relate to them. Yeah. I what do we even talk about? Most of them are probably really racist and hate women. Yeah. Well, I mean, if they're an angel, spirits maybe. But angels, like, you can't, right? I don't know, man. Are, like, do you even they, have a personality depends, as an angel? Are you just nice? Depends on which testament we're in. And even yeah. then. Um, apparently they love a good conversation though. So maybe come with some talking points already planned out. Yeah, so, you yeah. know, while you're trying to like relax your fucking mind and unstress yourself in bed, make up some talking points. You may also have, um, this isn't in the document, but when you enter the astral plane, you might also get like a sort of travel guide, which is kind of like, oh, that's fucking cool. Yeah. And it could be like a spirit or even just a voice. And it kind of like directs you what to do and what not to do. Um, There was an incident online where it was something just like, do this or think this. And then this person ended up like flying really fast, like to a degree they were uncomfortable doing it at. But of course, to anyone who would be just wise to it, they'd be like, oh, okay, that's fun. Or maybe if they're more of a risk taker, they were like, oh, great. Mm -hmm. I love roller coasters. But this person was like, fuck this shit i'm gonna die yeah so do you get assigned or is it like your spirit guide that is invested in you because what if you get you're just at the dmv waiting yeah (laughs) and it's like his last day at work yeah gregor the spirit guide over is like i just want to be home with my wife finally gonna retire yep no, Here, I think, think this. Do I think this. It's the other you, like, one. Drop down to hell. <laughs> I also, yeah, I don't know if it's a specific spirit guide for you or if one's just kind of like, oh hey. I kind of imagine it like Navi, the little Aww. 
fairy from Zelda. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. Which it wasn't like fate or destiny. It was just kind of happenstance that they got stuck with each other. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's kind of what happens with your spirit guide. And it was equated a lot to like if you're taking acid or like shrooms, how you need a spirit guide to help you through that whole process. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of like this is your shrooms adventure. Just so the spirit guide is just my friend Kevin. It's your friend Kevin making sure I don't leave just the house. Holding holding Kevin's hand as he locks all the doors <laughs> and gets you Grubhub. <gasps> yeah. Amazing. Amazing. So you can also visit other planes that aren't as synchronous with your frequency or energy. But apparently you should only go with the strong spirit guide present with you. Or you risk being attacked or losing some of your senses. Like you might not be able to see anything and your like hearing might be heightened, mm-hmm. which could be kind of scary and disorienting because you don't know what the fuck's going on because we rely on sight a lot. Yeah, that sounds really overwhelming. Yeah. Like we said, just like taking psychedelics, you should always be doing it with Kevin or Find someone you trust. Find your Kevin. Find your Kevin. All spirit guides are now Kevin. Yes. So the thing that was really interesting for me with astral travel is that we have to accept on some level that other planes exist, mm-hmm. right? And I think it'd also be really great for us to do like an episode that's just about planes and like the different planes of existence and different belief systems. Um, but anyway, like some believe that the astral plane is where like the religions keep all of their afterlives and heavens and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's also where all kinds of entities live that don't necessarily care about you. Um, or cool. like actually like want to again like feed off of your energy and yeah. stuff like that. Anyway, so one of the other big draws of astral traveling is that you can have astral sex. I know. Because that sounds way better than normal sex, right? Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, let's find out. Apparently, you can have sex with someone if you're astral traveling and they're sleeping, like they're human sleeping body. So, you know, your partner, you ditched, you ditched in the next room. <laughs> you can come back and have committed loyal sex to your current dating partner. But please, for the love of God or whatever, I know we don't all believe in God. I don't care. Ask for their consent before you dream sex them. That It's just rude. It's rude. Not okay. Our ethics are too high now for us to do anything like that. If you're going in for sex intentionally, you got to ask beforehand and receive enthusiastic consent. And most of the time, your dating partner would probably be like, yeah, fuck me while I'm asleep. (laughs) Why not? (laughs) (laughs) Not my real body. Fuck my spirit. Your spirit, yeah. Because it's like if you're asleep, it's super not consensual <laughs> i'm talking about your spirit you're not actually we said you don't have a human form you don't right, just have this right. giant schlong now you left that in bed <laughs> sorry okay but is it like is it like genital sex like what is it so for the sex to work you have to try merging your energy in with theirs and send sexual thoughts their way and so it's like the secret. It's, this like, is the secret. I'm telling you how to do it. Affirmation. This is what sex. every 16 year old just wanted. They were like, but how do you do it? <laughs> and I am telling you this right now. Here you go. Can't get pregnant. Exactly. Or can you? No. Okay. No. Uh, nothing said you could. So actually, I'm not sure. <laughs> Try not to. So 
once you merge your energy and send sexual thoughts, you will be feeling sexual bliss that's not localized to a body part. So you just feel like that kind of, ooh, that tingle like all over. And they may have like a wet dream or it may turn into some kind of fun sex dream with you, specifically with you. So you have all the power Mm -hmm. to make sure you give them a good time. Don't try to half-ass this. No one wants to wake up and be like, oh, my God, I had a sex dream about someone and it like wasn't good. (laughs) Oof, Yeah, no, that's not what you want. It's your, your reputation is still on the line or you can still have more sex, but you can have sex with another astral person. So this is you and your friend who have listened to this podcast who are apparently really good at astral traveling now because you listened to a podcast one time. (laughs) So meet this person in the astral plane in a designated space ahead of time. So be like, I mean, no one else can see you. I guess it's like, let's meet at the Starbucks on 10th (laughs) and 6th Ave. I don't know. Maybe more of a cozy sexual place than that. I mean, that's your thing though, man. I love the smell of coffee. Gets me wet. Mm-hmm. The smell of beans. Beans. I like the word beans. Um. <laughs> anyways, since Tara's just gonna like shame whatever sexual interests I have. I'm really sorry. <laughs> That's so, right. You're right. You're right. Discuss ahead of time. Be like, this is the time. Dawn. We will meet at dawn. <laughs> this day. And you separately astral travel and meet in that astral location together i guess you could have gone to paris or whatever i don't i don't care um go wherever you want and for this sex to work you will simply hug or merge your energies together gotta cast those loving and sexual thoughts towards your partner though and that should lead you reverberating with the power of a fantastic orgasm fantastic all right but with everything We got to do things in moderation. So there are dangers of astral projecting, guys. Dangers. One is that this is a form of escapism. So moderation is key. You can play video games. You can't always play video games like you can, but you shouldn't. Astral projection can be fun, but it won't fix your life. Nope, nope. Especially if you just keep astral projecting. People are going to think it's weird. They're going to be like, she must have narcolepsy. Like, what the fuck's wrong with her? (laughs) Also, astral projection is kind of like traveling. So it can be so fun. But do you ever have like a back-to-back weekend of adventure and go, 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 and then you have to take a red eye home? And then you're home and you're exhausted. Yep. Not just physically, you're mentally exhausted. Mm -hmm. So if you do much astral projecting and traveling – You can leave your body and your mind when you wake up really tired. So this reminded me of my old roommate, Giovanna. Mm -hmm. She was working really hard on perfecting lucid dreaming. Okay. Which uses some of the same stuff in your brain. Yeah. And it got to the point where her her lucid dreams became so like mixed up and toxic and wild that she would get sleep paralysis every night and then wake up with like horrifying things surrounding her and she wouldn't be able to move. Oh, that's scary. And now she has to sleep with a constant stream of either television, TV shows, podcasts. Yeah. Um, so she can, he- if, if she knows she can hear it, that's the real world. 
is oh the God. podcast or the TV show that she's listening to. Yeah. And whatever is happening in front of her that she believes is her waking nightmare. Yeah. That's not real. Oh, my God. So, like, this shit can, like, fuck you up. So, that leaves me to, why are we doing this? Sure, you get to see Paris, but just buy the $1,000 flight ticket and spend 2000 more being there. There are cheaper ways to spice up your sex life. Than going to Paris? Than going to Paris. And it is astral projection. That's what it is. Okay. So, it's not, that doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you. Um, <laughs> astral sex? No, it's a fucking <laughs> the waking nightmare that is Giovanna's day to day. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's never ever going to sleep well again. Okay. Um, so that's a thing Congrats. that can happen. Okay, cool. So let's not do that. Also, while you're astral projecting, there is like a chance, and it might not be a small chance, it could just be a real chance that you can run into something like really scary. What? Demons who may want to have sex with you, what? which apparently feels amazing, but literally zaps you of all of your energy. Like, it leaves you a lifeless zombie. What? Yeah. Reminds me a lot of someone I dated once, to be honest, but you know. <laughs> really great Say sex. Say his name. No. <laughs> he never had one. <laughs> we called him a name of a dessert. <laughs> so, but if a, ze- if a demon or something low vibrational tries to have sex with you like that, one, it doesn't sound consensual, so it already sounds a little scary. And two, it's supposed to just, like, zap you of your energy. Because that's what they want. That's what they feed off yeah. of. Yeah. They're like, mmm, nom, 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 nom. Also, we talked about sleep paralysis, and your physical body may be engaging in sleep paralysis during your astral projection. So if you do see something scary, you might not just be able to wake yourself up from it, which honestly can be way scarier if you're trying to wake up and you can't wake up. And then you're just freaking out because you can't really control your physical body. Just relax, chill out, take deep breaths. It'll all be okay. It'll be fine. Because you can't die. No. You cannot die in the astral world. You cannot die. No matter what. Asterisk. Oh, no. So you cannot die in the astral world. But if your physical body has a heart attack or something, Fuck. you can still die. Or if you get, like, stabbed by your roommate or something. <laughs> For having sex with her boyfriend in the astral world. Yes. So you can still die, but you can't die in the astral world. Okay. But, I mean, you can just die completely. <laughs> so, yes. <laughs> because you're not there to protect your fucking body. That, and that wake up. Nothing to do with the demons. That doesn't have anything to do with the demons. They're fine. They're not trying to kill you. They just think you're delicious. Which you are. You are. You're a snack. You're a snack. You like some sexy Cheetos walking around. <laughs> Flaming hot. Flaming hot. Okay, I astral projected and it was fun and I had sex, whatnot, but how do I get home? <laughs> the big question. I have an astral UTI and I need to go to the bathroom. I need to go to the bathroom. Okay, so it's chill and you'll just wake up on your own. So if you want to wake up sooner than later, make your way back towards your physical body and attempting to touch your body should honestly wake you right up because it's sending energy back into your body. Ah, Mm -hmm. you are no longer just the little dot of energy flying around. You put yourself back in your body, giving yourself the best orgasm ever. I don't know. Sex with yourself. Sex with yourself. Hey, we independent. 
And hopefully you'll still be alive and that you didn't have a heart attack or don't see like a gaping wound from when your roommate stabbed you for cheating with her boyfriend. Whatever. But that seems like you had a lot of stuff going on before the astral projection. Like maybe you shouldn't have been eating so much cheese and maybe you shouldn't have been having this illicit relationship with someone that you were supposed to care about. Yeah. It's fucking rude. So Also, don't fucking have sex with narcs. Yeah. That's it. He must have told on you already. So what, what was happening is that she was also astral projecting and she picked up his astral phone oh, and boop, boop, no. boop, boop, saw your astral text. Meet me in Paris at the Starbucks. Oh my God. Write down what you witnessed because half of the people in your life won't believe you anyway. And the other reason is so that you can explore those places and experiences and astral sex partners the next time you decide to astral project. So just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. That's what we're here for. And be safe. And then will this make you a great and powerful witch? Use the good witch. Use the good witch. It's you. Use the good witch. <laughs> and that's my answer to that question. She looked deep into my eyes. And in that moment, I finally felt that I, too, was a good witch. You just felt that, like, warmth of love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's me. Is of it a me? golden retriever puppy being <laughs> affirmed for the 25th time in his life. All right. So we're done, right? Um, yeah, I think I could. What the fuck is that noise? I haven't heard this in so long. It is Philip Glass. It is Witches in the News. Witches in the News, it's here again. It couldn't stay away for long because it loves you. Baby witches, you. I love that. That's good. Thank you. That's really good. I've been working on that for months. Good. <laughs> Broke down the lyrics. It's on this napkin. All right. Welcome, witches. We're back with Witches in the News, and I will just continue talking. So, first up for us to talk about is motherfucking bailey boswell she's back again she's back again for those who listen to our episode psychic mediums and murder you may remember that we are patiently waiting for bailey boswell's october trial hearing for those who are new and have no idea what i'm talking about here's a little background about what's going on and i mean a little that story was so long so listen to the original episode if you really want to go in deep on it so Bailey Boswell, Spark Notes, started dating this woman named Sydney Loof in 2017. Weird sex things happened, and a man named Aubrey Trail, who was Bailey Boswell's boyfriend, was involved as well. I know this is already so messy. Well, Sydney Loof ended up disappearing and was found dismembered in a ditch in Nebraska. Great. With no tongue. With no tongue and no heart. They like took her oh, essential organs, and those have not been found yet. So Excellent. Continuing on. In July, like the June-July time, Aubrey Trail was convicted guilty of improper disposal of human remains, first-degree murder, and conspiracy to commit murder. He also had a slew of women testify against him at his trial, and many of them claimed that he said that a person could become a powerful witch if they were to kill someone and take their last breath. Pretty fucked up. So we've been waiting patiently for Bailey Boswell's trial, which was set in October. And sorry to disappoint, they moved the trial to March 2020. (sighs) Okay. Yeah. I guess. 
Also, the trial was supposed to take place in Wilbur, Nebraska, but it has now been moved 173 miles to Lexington, Kentucky. Todd Lancaster of the Nebraska Commission on Public Advocacy argued that from evidence of comments all across social media, that a hostile environment, in quotes, hostile environment exists in Saline County and an impartial jury would be impossible to select there. I wonder why it's a hostile environment. Now, if you listen to the psychic mediums of murder, you know why it's a hostile environment. That shit's fucked. Okay, so apparently some history. Back in 1961, there was a U.S. Supreme Court case in Indiana, of all places. That state just keeps coming up in our lives. Why? And there were... Why are you so obsessed with me? Why are you so obsessed with me? And there were a slew of murders in a small town, and that called for the fancy turn cause célèbre, or something like that. It's like French. The second word's French. Which means any controversy, good or bad, that surrounds an event. But it's the kind of controversy that blankets a town or there are so many rumors and heated opinions that the thirst for the drama cannot be satiated. Okay, all right. Which is what this little event did to this little town. This little event. This big event did. This to terrifying. This terrifying, awful event did to this small little town in Nebraska. So due to this idea of how wild the Aubrey Trail court case was, the Wilbur judicial system doesn't think an impartial jury would even be possible in Saline County at this point. Now Boswell's trial is set for March 16th, 2020, and we will update you with all the details that occur in March. Yeah. A long time from now. I wonder, so March is Pisces season, Mm -hmm. but the end of March is Aries. Okay. Heated. And I want to know what part of March it's going to be in. Yeah. March 16th. Which one would that be? Pisces. That's Pisces. I mean, it'll get strung out, though. It's not like it starts then. Oh, that's when it begins. Mm-hmm. That's not sentencing. That's, no. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Aubrey Trail had like multiple days. And also he like tried to slit his throat. So. Oh, yeah. And in it was a the whole court thing. Room. It was a whole thing. You have to go back and listen to the episode. It we it took up all of Witches in the News. It did. It, it was, was so Witches much. in the News. It was so much. Oh, my God, you guys. Rest in peace, Sydney. Rest in peace, Sydney. Up next, Witches put spell on Trump again. We keep doing this. We like doing this. <laughs> Can't get rid of me. Exactly. I'm, I'm antibiotic resistant. Ooh. On October 25th, 2019, at 11.59 p.m., a group of witches cast a spell on Trump, which wasn't our first, was this one of our first witches in the news items? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Look at us starting season two with this. It's a tradition. Look at how cute this is. We got to get this man out of office. This time, the spell was a binding spell, the goal of which being to bind Trump and all those who abet him. Good word. Like, good, good word choice. I love that. This specific group of witches is part of the hashtag magic resistance movement. They have a Facebook page called Bind Trump Official, very dense with memes of anti-Trump and Halloween and Halloween silliness. I tried to scroll all the way back to October 25th, and I did not have the patience. Wow. It was so full of memes. <laughs> I could not do it. Great. They plan to do the spell at every waning crescent moon for each month until he's impeached. Want to be part of the action? Here's the directions for their binding spell. Oh, what's up? What's up? You will need an unflattering photo of Trump. The Tower Tarot card from any deck because we're pulling the big guns out. <laughs> That's why. A 
tiny stub of an orange candle, <laughs> a small nail or pin to inscribe the candle, a white candle of any size to represent the element of fire, small bowl of water to represent earth. Shut up. Water. <laughs> small bowl of salt to represent earth and a feather to represent air. And then you need a matches or a lighter because you got to turn those fucking candles on. And an ashtray or dish of sand. To turn the candles off? I don't know. It didn't fucking say. Okay. There were some questions that I had from this, but I don't know. I think with any spell, it's a little bit of whatever you want. Yeah, a little bit of the old razzle-dazzle yeah. from whatever corner of the globe you're from. So this is what you say. So Tara will hate this because she hates hate incantations. Make my... <laughs> We have one today, and I had. Uh, uh, we'll talk about it later. I'm ready. Hear me, O spirits of water, earth, fire, and air, heavenly hosts, demons of the infernal realms, and spirits of the ancestors. At this point, you light the inscribed candle, but it didn't say what to put on it. So just I don't, draw a penis or something. <laughs> I call upon you to bind Donald J. Trump so that his malignant works may fail utterly that he may do no harm to any human soul, nor any tree, animal, rock, stream, or sea. Bind him so that he shall not break our polity, usurp our liberty, or fill our minds with hate, confusion, fear, or despair. And bind, too, all those who enable his wickedness, and those whose mouths speak his poisonous lies. And there you have it. Hashtag magic resistance. Fuck yeah. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. That wasn't too bad. I, just, no. I don't like when they rhyme. This is more like an affirmation. Yeah. All right. And last up, there may be a new Hocus Pocus sequel. Okay. Fans of Hocus Pocus, stay vigilant because you may get your motherfucking sequel. It was confirmed this past October that a Hocus Pocus sequel is in development at Disney. It would be included in Disney's new streaming platform, Disney Plus. Oh, I know. God, they're trying to get me, aren't they? They really are. If I you're not targeted. in it yet, I, Marcel was like, I signed us up. Really? Day one. Day one. Already? I was like, you are a sellout. A sellout. How much DuckTales do you need, Marcel Perez? All of it. All of it. Apparently. And it looks like the original Sanderson sisters may be on board. Sarah Jessica Parker was quoted saying, we have all said yes, and now we wait. Bette Midler even said she was excited to reprise the role, saying Winifred Sanderson is one of her favorite characters she's ever played. Right now, they're just figuring out schedules, salaries, and contracts for the three main actresses to see if the stars align and they can all be in this movie. How do you say that last? We found out who the third witch is. Kathy Najimi? Najimi? I don't know. Najimi. Najimi? Naj. Najimi. There's a reason she's not famous. That's such a bum. She was the, she woofed. She woofed. Oh yeah, that her character was great. Not gonna lie, her character was amazing. But she she got put in a. But it was the last name. It was the that. last name. That was. It. That's why we do not have Disney's official yes that the original witches will be in the sequel, but they all want to be. So that's definitely a good sign. What Bette Midler wants, Bette Midler gets. Most times, she also was quoted. Saying, like, I hope this happens before I die. Holy shit. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. All right, Betty White. Us two, us two. Betty White's not going to die. She's a witch. 
Okay. Okay. So that was Witches in the News. Ah. Hashtag Witches in the News. Find us on Twitter. Except don't, because I don't know how to use it. I don't want to run that. I don't want to run that either. Anyways, let's go to people's favorite part of the episode. The spell. Which is in the pews? No, the spell. That was no, a bad joke. but that sounds funny. Which is in the pews? Which is in the pews? Which is in the pews? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just all praying. Hello, we are witches. Oh. The witches gospel choir. Nice. I like it. Lots of cackling, I think. <laughs> all right, it's it's true. It's the spell. It's time for the spell. I'm Woo! glad you're here. Everyone's. A, Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm so ready. So this Inspire is, me. Do you feel? I'm re- ready. I want to feel inspired. I don't think you need this one because you're already the life of the party. Yeah, I might not need it. But we'll see. We'll see. Keep it in your back pocket in case you ever get like se- more severe depression. <laughs> great, great. So this is a life of the party glamour enchantment. And I edited it from Wannabe Witch on Tumblr. But I heavily edited it. So Also, her name was Wannabe Witch. Yeah, so I'm sure you're great. Poser. Sure you're great. Sorry. You probably right. listen. So this spell was originally meant to be put in a spell jar and worn around your neck, but it mentioned that you could also use it to enchant an already existing piece of jewelry. Yeah, that sounds easier. Which I yeah, that would be more suitable for our purposes. Um I'm thinking that it would be a great spell to do the day before you go to like a holiday party or something. Oh. Like yes. maybe you're gonna wear an outfit you're not feeling that great about, or like your crush is gonna be there. And you don't know anyone at the work party, so this is for you. Yeah. Um, because you deserve to feel confident. Good. Because you're great. Exactly. This is what you need. You need a bowl or tray to put all this shit in. And make sure you've got a big enough container to fit all the stuff plus the object you're going to enchant. Okay? No small bowls. No small bowls. Rose petals. So these are just the things you can use in conjunction. You don't need all of them. Okay. So rose petals for love and affection. Vanilla, like not the extracts, like vanilla, vanilla, the plant for attraction and love. Cinnamon for attraction. Apple, um, which I'm going to say, like maybe peel it and dry it out in the sun so like your jewelry doesn't get all sticky. Okay. Okay. What about um, dried apples? Like, oh, like... um, Like the food. Like the stuff that you get at like Whole Foods that's like mm-hmm. already in the little bag. Or like apple chips. Apple chips. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I tried out. But it's for attraction and friendship. Ginger for confidence and to speed up the absorption of the spell, which I thought was really interesting. Mm. It's like a little caffeine kick for it. Okay. A red or a pink candle. Amazing. Um, here's some crystals and minerals if you want to add those. Amber for courage and success and also resonates with the sun so if you want to shine bright like the sun because you're a beautiful star in the sky copper like pennies for mental agility so you can have lots of great jokes now you should be throwing those honeys those hundred dollar bills (laughs) opal for confidence and creativity if you have like an opal ring that you're trying to enchant boom yeah you're already done you're in it um or of course rose quartz which is for love oh you don't have to use all those. That was a lot of stuff. Just pick your favorites. Make it cute. Do you. Okay. You're going to need to light the pink or the red candle. And you're going to mix all of your ingredients into the container that you've chosen. Mm-hmm. Pretty easy. Mm-hmm. And then place the object you want to enchant into your mixture of ingredients. The spell I appropriated this idea from comes with an incantation. Excellent. Which I'm going to read. Please do. But I probably just use it as a framework for visualization or your own verbal affirmations. And I also edited this 
because the rhymes that were in it were fucking bonkers. I love rhymes. All right. So this next rhyme is I left in for you. Please continue. Inspire me. May this flower spice and peel. Grant me charm, grace, and appeal. That's the same fucking word. No, it's got two P's in it. With these stones, seeds, and tea, lovely and sweet, I shall be. I will emanate a radiant light that will be seen all day and all night. With stunning looks and alluring dance. Ooh. All those around me, I shall entrance. You're welcome. I didn't know we were dancing at this party or that we had any tea. <laughs> no, right? <laughs> this is ninth grade, <laughs> ninth grade poetry class. I love There's it. no tea in this at all. I guess cinnamon, no ginger. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's just ginger tea. I don't know. Anyway, that was rough. Thank you for coming on this journey with me. Um, but again, I'd maybe work with some like light visualization of yourself glowing and seeing yourself as magnetic and shining or some verbal affirmations like we did with the chakra mantras. Yeah. Like, I am confident. I am loved. I'm beautiful. I'm funny. Whatever else you need. And, um, okay, so leave your enchanting object to cook. Make sure you blow out the candle and wear it to your party. And I bet you could leave it for a couple days if you need to because I forget about a lot of things. Can I keep it there for like a year and then I'm like a year of glamour? Does it get more powerful? Or does, does it, it get smell? dusty? Well, if the ch- if, if you use the dried apples I told you to use, uh, then it probably won't smell. Okay. And that's what she asked you guys. Yeah. We're back. We, we did it. You can't we get did rid of us. One episode and we're back. We are also antibiotic resistant. We are older, wiser, so beautiful. So much more beauty and power than you can even imagine right now. And that being said, we'd like to give special thanks to (laughs) everyone who helps us be on the internet. So thank you to everyone who donated to the fundraiser. Thank you, Marcel Perez, who is our producer and editor. Thank you, Mallory Porter, our creative director. And thank you, Kevin McLeod, who gives us that dope intro, outro music that we use every other week now. Thank you. Thank you. And... And I also oh, want yeah. okay. <laughs> I just want to give a really special shout out to um, one of our listeners, Penny, who just got engaged to their girlfriend. Ooh. Um, or I guess fiance. Fiance. And it was really cute because Penny, I really hope they don't mind. I'm not going to give their Instagram. There are millions of pennies in the world. Yeah, um, continue. But no one else is our penny. Yeah. Um, but they asked their girlfriend to marry them. And gave their girlfriend a little ring. And then a month later, their fiance asked them to marry them. And so now they both have rings. Aww. And they're so cute. And I love them. And just congratulations. They used a little sigil for confidence in a successful proposal. Oh. And I was just like, no one will ever do that for me. Our babies aren't babies anymore. Our babies are... Our babies are, are two. Kissing other babies. <laughs> oh, our babies are two. I guess you're still a baby. We're all babies. It's okay. I'm not baby. I'm baby. I'm too powerful to be baby. I am baby. <laughs> you can be a baby. Thank you. And I'll be. I have chosen. I'll be blaby, which is just a bloated baby. Oh, okay. If 
you loved this beginning of season two. I hope you did because we got a desk for it and everything now. We have a desk. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Instead of... Um, she found it on the street. Recording on my bed is no longer an issue. We are in season two. Things have changed. We have a plant. We have a plant. Anyway, so if you enjoyed this, it would be super meaningful to us if you would rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Again, like the rating and the reviewing, like writing a review, even if it's like... Goats. Was One was spotted goats. Congrats. One, yes. Um, <clears throat> that was also my astral body. Which is, I don't know, goo. We get a lot of goo. Anyway, those really push us up the charts because right now we are 191 in spirituality in the US. So that's really powerful and awesome. Ooh. And um, climbing our way to break the glass ceiling. (laughs) It's hard with all of these these talent. What are they called? My (laughs) acrylics? Keek, keek, keek. Up, keek. (laughs) She's pants. You should see. I wish you could see. Maybe someday when we have our own television show and our own makeup crew. Yes. When we reach 181. Yes. In the charts. Uh, You can find us on Instagram at witchyes. That's where we do a lot of our shout outs and community engagement, you know. And then um, you can email us at witchyespodcast at gmail.com. And if you are listening to us on your phone or tablet, or car radio (laughs) i don't know if you've whispered into a shell your own wishes and dreams and those wishes and dreams happen to line up with witches podcast take a picture of yourself listening or your screenshot your um phone screen and stuff like that and then send it to us on instagram i don't know if any of that made sense but just i'm just hoping someone's like picking up shells on a beach somewhere being like this one's not the right podcast (laughs) this is (laughs) This is my favorite murder. I don't want this. I don't want this. Put this over here. What's, what's it? This is Chapo Trap House. Get this out of Get here. Get this out of you. So much yelling. So much yelling. Significantly less yelling on this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So take a picture of it and then send it to us and we feature you on our Instagram. Ooh. Yeah. And fancy. that helps other people. A lot of people that are within the community will follow you. That's happened before because people love knowing other people that listen to the same podcast. So if you're looking for witchy friends, that's a great way to do it. That is. That's really awesome. I love that. And yeah, that's it. I think, I swear, this is a long outro. There's a lot of information. And this has been... Witch, yes! Bye! Bye! This is the eighth time we did that. <laughs> <laughs>